Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Desire the Fire. Welcome to Desire the Fire. Have you kept the fire burning? Uh, mine went out last week. Oh, Daniel, I told you to put some more firewood in your fire. That's why we get lighters, right? I don't get it. So you can restart your fire? Yeah, to restart that fire. <laughs> no joke, one of the ideas we, we had to promote this podcast, <laughs> I was thinking about putting our logo on lighters and, like, passing that's that the off. stupidest idea ever. Why? I mean, like, if you don't smoke, it's just a lighter you have. And oh, if you man. smoke... But you're like, okay, so you're you're promoting arsony as well as smoking? Well, no. And you're associating... <laughs> There's no promotional arson. <clears throat> okay. One of the things is... Uh, one of the things I always heard growing up and I thought was freaking funny was uh, blaming guns for violence. And this is controversial, okay? So yeah, don't quote me on this. Blaming, blaming guns for violence is like blaming forks for obesity. Let that sit in for a second. Blaming guns for violence is like blaming forks for, forks for obesity. But it, that that's really kind of Jacked an up. odd metaphor. Yeah, of, well, so well, the reason I bring that up is because Giving out lighters as part of our <laughs> promotional product isn't necessarily going to start fires or, oh, well, not the kind of fire that we're trying to start. But, you know, like it depends on the person and how jacked up you, you our listener, are. And, um, you know, uh, more than anything else, um, what I'd really like for us to do is just get something out there that the, the, the listener, you, the listener, can hold on to that will make you think about us and maybe even pray for us and all that stuff. <laughs> Did you light the fire? Yeah. So, you know, like as you're praying, <laughs> you can have that fire lit and hopefully you don't burn your own hair. Okay. So how about this? How, how, or what, what, what are lighters used for like percentage wise? Birthday cakes. Okay. Comparatively to like lighting cigarettes or lighting fires, like actual like arsony fires. Like what do you think are the, is the percentage of the use of a lighter? Well, hopefully not a lot of arsony because <laughs> we got a lot of stuff burning up so, all over the place. So can we say like 2 to 3% is arsony? Uh, I hope so, man. I hope it's less than that. Out of 100% use? Out of 100%. Okay. Maybe 1%? Like if you're looking percent? at a pie chart, it's just that little sliver. Yeah, half a percent. It's, it's for arsony. And the birthday cake is probably just a little thicker than that. <laughs> 1% and then the rest of cigarettes? Like fireworks. <laughs> And cigarettes and like what other whatever else he shouldn't be lighting on. Maybe you like those handmade torches you use to like burn trail of ants and stuff like that. <laughs> Am I the only one that's done that? <laughs> I don't know. My church oh, at, at church, you know, uh, what we do sometimes we're bored outside is uh we'll get a magnifying glass and then we'll start torturing the ant hills. You with start that torturing, so you just keep it on the hill or whatever, and then as yeah, they come out, they, come they burn, out, like, ah! and, and then they fall back crazy. in, and then it comes out <laughs> jacked up, man. I heard that. Serial killers exhibit that behavior when they're kids. They torture animals. What happens when they're adults? They, they become serial killers. No, I mean, like, what if they exhibit that behavior when they're an adult? Does that Wait. mean when I'm, like, 70, I'm going to go around killing people? <laughs> so later on, is this the delayed effect? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> or you're just an animal torturer. <laughs> well, it's horrible. PETA and, like... <laughs> we're, all like, on FBI, like, watch lists and stuff. Are insects considered animals? Like, they're part of the animal kingdom. So, like, Peto would be like, would be like pissed at me right now? My name is Jonathan <laughs> Quick. <laughs> is no, wait, wait, wait. Jonathan Quick, where is that from? Uh, I actually don't remember. Ah, this is from something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so today's topic. <laughs> All right, so we went from Desire the Fire to animal torture to lighters to animal torture. To Basically, what we're trying Jonathan to get across Quick. today is that men are from dirt. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the title of this podcast is uh, "Men Are From Dirt, Women Are From Bones," which is a biblical thing, right? I hope I hope you caught that. Yeah. Okay. 
It's, I mean, I don't know. I was just trying to be clever and like, oh, men are from Mars and women from Venus, and like, that's not really biblical because we're born on Earth and <laughs> like we're so dirt and bones. Yeah, so it's kind of a play off of that, but yeah, we're dirt <laughs> and bones. So, uh, scratching your head there. I, I, I don't know where to go from here, man. <laughs> we went from arsenic to the. So when God created the earth, he started with light, which is the fire that we're trying to... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, okay, well, today we're going to talk about uh, a lot of things that uh, might occur in your everyday life, you know? And you know what might occur in your everyday life? Burning ants. And uh, possibly recording at 8th Light Studios. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, going from one light to another, we're here at 8th Light Studio. We're recording once again. Uh, we thank you for their sponsorship. If you're part of the 8th Light studio affiliation thank you for opening this up for us but um eighth light studio you can find it here on eighth street in los angeles to be exact one six three six eighth street in los angeles stop saying the <laughs> huh the dress the, is it bad are we getting like know. bombed up here i don't know what, what are up, you, what? i don't We're know try, people try to steal like studio recording equipment or like you know desire this fire burn suckers <laughs> oh. and stuff like, yeah, people have been making fun of us about our title already, and it's kind of oh, really. I mean, you were you saw it too, didn't you? No, I didn't see it. Oh, I have some jacked up friends who've been making fun of our title, and we're like, the true story. We spent a good week just trying to figure out the title, and we've had some bad ones in the list too. Oh, there's, we're gonna be water treaders. Water treaders. <laughs> water. Yeah. Water treaders. Yeah. Um, we're very <laughs> elemental. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but we if you if you didn't notice, we actually released yesterday. On this on this release schedule timeline, so by the time you're listening to this, you can calculate the amount of time that has elapsed. Well, okay, hold on. I studied history. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> you studied history. Wait. So yeah. you're saying that the actual release came out a day before our actual recording of this this yeah. particular episode. Yes. So yeah, um, we're only we should be about two months into this podcast by the time you hear this, and you're only just hearing. <laughs> This podcast. It's like we're playing with time here. Yeah. Hello, future people. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that uh, uh, one of the things that Andrew and I have in common is Chandler. or Chandler and I have in common uh, every week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know, people at my Chandler. work called me Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does it say on your driver's license? What does that matter? <laughs> well, that's your legal name. That's what everybody's supposed to call you by. Okay, so my, my I think I've proven my point here. <laughs> my legal name is Jonathan Quick. Jonathan Quick. Man, if Jonathan Quick, if you're listening to this, uh, sorry. If you get all of a sudden people burning your house and stuff like that. <laughs> We're oh, both named Jonathan Quick. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Chandler and I have this one thing in common. We're both married. Uh, not for very long. Uh, Chandler's been married for about, what, five, four months? Three months. Three oh, months. Jonathan Quick is that. That, uh, oh, King's a, goalie. Yeah, King's goalie. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's why that name popped up. Oh, okay. Man. Anyway. <laughs> oh, dude. John the Quick, I'm a fan, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for uh, helping our Kings win win uh, <laughs> two the Stanley Cup. Yeah, two championships. And um, when LA has uh has been failing at basketball, kind of. And every other sport, essentially. Baseball too. Yeah, we we can almost get there, but not football. Quite. We did the ultimate fail. We don't even have one. We lost two teams, right? Two teams. (laughs) What a travesty. But anyway, uh, like I was saying, uh, Chandler's been married for about three months, you were saying. And uh, I've been married about a year and a while. And um, 
one of the things that we, we wanted to share with you guys is not necessarily what it's like being married because for some of you that's like a haha middle finger to your face like we're married and you're not those are stuff. handcuffs on your fingers <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> oh you've heard that line too huh i remember right before i got married all the all the the deacons at my church were saying um you sure he still got time to make this like to think back on this i heard i heard um older guys say um just make sure you do everything that you want to do and buy everything you want to buy before now. you get married. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's what the mar- thing? It's the married guys that get really creative with like bachelor parties and stuff because they're so repressed now. Um, I remember uh, you were saying one of your coworkers like was saying like, "Oh, let, let me set up your bachelor <laughs> party." <laughs> he has like some bizarre ideas, right? Forty-five-year-old salesman. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, yes, you he's know b- when you get married, you know, you know. I got you can't some do good stuff. stuff. <laughs> I, got, I got good plans for you, man. Just call me up. I'm in Seattle. Uh, I'll fly down. <laughs> he was from up in Seattle. And he was yeah, he's a sales rep from Seattle. Oh, man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> these, yeah, you know, like older guys, married guys, they get to pick on it. Because they've been through stuff in their marriage. And I think every marriage does go through their own uh, bit of turmoil and all these other things. But one of the things we want to focus on between a guy and a girl wasn't necessarily uh, how to propose or how to... Uh, how to uh, woo a girl or anything like that. Because it's, it's different for every girl. But I think essentially every relationship, at least the ones that I've sampled and like talked about and stuff. Struggle with. Struggle with this one issue, which is... Um, communication. Communication. And uh, like our title says, essentially we're two parts of... Uh, two very two di- very different creatures, right? You yeah. want me to say something? I, I don't know. <laughs> I was just kind of trying to catch my breath there in an awkward silence. I try to make it as awkward as possible for you. <laughs> you know, every time that happens, I, I shrivel up a little and die. What? <laughs> yeah, too many of these awkward silences. And, you know, I could always edit it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, yeah, boys and girls are different. Um, I'm a firm believer that girls and guys can't be friends. That's another topic in itself. But... Um, just the way we talk, just the way the things that we talk about, just the way that we communicate, um, it's obviously very evident in children mm-hmm. where you put a bunch of boys together in a room and then and the girls s- together and, and the girls together in, room, in the same room and then no, no different rooms. And then oh. you, you oh. look at how they interact with each other. Right. And in the guy's room, they're just like, it's not a lot of words. You have fire. Get up. And then eventually someone's crying. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. Yeah. And then the girls are more like, "I'm, I'm the mother, and you're the children." Right. And it's funny how that works because you know, uh, I thought it was the weirdest thing that my church was doing when we were growing up. I was like five years old when we we're playing house. I'm like, why do I have to act like I'm some thirty <laughs> year old Ajashi or something? That you like, go yeah. to work and you come back. Yeah, and like, why do I pretend to go to work? That that's the whole point of being a kid is not having <laughs> to do that stuff. Wow, you 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 knew what you were doing before you. <laughs> Before they did. Well, I might have been adding my own thoughts like now <laughs> from back then, but you know, right. like that's it's very funny that a lot of girls tend to uh, a lot of uh, chil- girl chil- children growing up um, have a tendency to play stuff like that. And so, and just a small disclaimer, a big disclaimer, actually, before we continue, is that um, everything that we say today is from a guy perspective. Oh, really? <laughs> you mean we're both guys? <laughs> this is from a man perspective. So, if there's any woman. 
females listening to this, no disrespect. It's a very lighthearted conversation, and we're not trying to offend you, but it's just from a guy perspective. And feel free to roll your eyes as we're talking because we're used to it. I mean, my wife does it to me all the time. And you know what? Feel free to give us five stars, wherever you listen to this, on iTunes, on Stitcher. Yeah. And just you can go ahead and criticize our podcast in the, in the comment section, but just make sure five stars. How about as many times as you want to hit us, put another star on it. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless self promotion. So there. you want to? You're hoping they want to hit us more than five times. I'm hoping we're we're gonna we would start a discussion. <laughs> you here. see a lot of one and two stars yeah. in there. It's like, what like oh, they were so nice. <laughs> no, no, so no. Nice. We, what we really want to do here is uh, start a discussion because you know Andrew and I, or Chandler and I, we're not comprehensive and our thoughts don't cover the whole spectrum of of thoughts and belief. And we're not gonna cover it in like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. So you know, like we we want to continue this. Uh, this discussion on Facebook and YouTube or wherever you're listening to us from. And uh, feel free to comment. Don't just uh, ha- feel the burden to have to rate us or, or give us feedback. But, you know, if you if there's anything we bring up on this on this particular episode, uh, is something that you want to continue uh, in, in a discussion or even maybe you can bring up some new points that we haven't discussed, uh, please feel free to go ahead and comment below uh, wherever your comment section is located and uh, let us know. Uh, we'll try to reply to you as quickly as we can, too. All right, so very, very, very loosely created bridge. As remember, we were talking about the sound effect guys and the girls being like role play and talking a lot. Sure. So, what basically that I've realized in my life, at least in my personality and me being a guy, I really do have an issue with expressing and speaking. And when things get emotionally charged, it's very hard for me to um, say things that are cohesive or comprehensive or even like argue. So have you ever, does that ever happen to you? You have two sisters and then I have a sister and then they're just like, and I'm just like, I didn't do that. And that's all I can say. And then there's a, <laughs> another hole have, in the wall, right? <laughs> they've already, they've already had their, their opening argument, their closing argument, their, their, I don't know, their thesis point, thesis one, two, point and three. one, two, and three. Right. <laughs> and the, the, what is it called? Support statements. And I'm just like, I didn't do that. Yeah, no, I totally feel you. Yeah. I had two sisters and. Actually, most of the fighting was done physically with me. Anyway, I would just like punch something or like <laughs> flip something or you know. Wait, it's your house. Aren't you sum- surrounded by females? You know, even my pets are. Yeah, females. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we have a dog and cat, and like we have this one really uh, not masculine dog. <laughs> so that, that's <laughs> what, a, what uh, do you mean not masculine uh, dog? Like, could you elaborate how that's? I, I don't want to be offensive here. Use like, offensive language, but it's. Not it doesn't play on our team if you get what I'm saying. Like that dog doesn't act like a typical guy dog would. <laughs> uh, well, let's just put it there. <laughs> but anyway, you know, like I, I totally get you. Some sometimes uh, when my wife and I are getting into arguments and stuff like that too, she she'll go on this long, like well versed, well explained, well exactly uh, what she's thinking, articulate, yeah, yeah. Or what happened. And then I was thinking, like it takes me like five minutes before I say da 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 da, and then it's like two seconds, and, and I'm even done. then you're like. Oh, I don't sorry, know what honey. else to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I screwed up. I'm sorry, honey. Like, <laughs> is that what you say? Yeah. Oh, is that the tone you give That's her? That's the sorry oh, voice. You know, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like my relaxed. Uh, <laughs> When you go home, that's how you talk. <laughs> it's hey, your Daniel. <laughs> After a long day, you know, it's, you don't want to say anything. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> Let me watch my Netflix. <laughs> no but i mean i totally get you and you know like you're saying i think a lot of guys aren't able to and mind you this is just the general behavior that we've observed doesn't mean it's uh, comprehensive to all guys 
right? Because there are some guys who are very, very articulate with their emotions. Very I think there are some them. people that are able to do it, and they don't have as many like communication problems. I think. Yeah, no, def- definitely are, and uh, the the one significant difference you see is that they've gone through a lot of practice in that as they were going. I up. shake my fist at you, right? And that's about <laughs> it for us, you know, like, and that's it. Yeah, you know, like you say, I- I'm so mad and stuff. Usually with me when I was growing up, it was just like, a, go away, and I'm just like. I go away. <laughs> you know, I don't even <laughs> You go away. <laughs> you know, like backyard breaking bamboo sticks and stuff oh, like man. that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like definitely you do make a point. Uh, like when guys are growing up, we don't necessarily communicate in, in words. We communicate and through body language, with with anger, with emotion and rage. and Not, but I think, I think it does come out like in the tone of our voice, I think, like mm-hmm. our emotion. But I don't think we talk about our feelings. That's true. I mean, it's, it's kind of frowned on, don't you think so, uh, as we're growing up? Uh, it was kind of for me, I feel it's like. It's kind of, yeah, in a way that you should suck it up and just do it. Yeah, because, like, let's go back a couple years to college. Remember how everyone was giving you a hard time about being emo and stuff? Just cause Dude, <laughs> man, I was not emo. Yes, I, I was emo. If you need to defend it, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. <laughs> no, but then, Why are you saying this to me? Okay, this time Andrew actually shriveled up and like died a little. <laughs> <on the inside. laughs> okay, so go on. No, but then yeah, you know, like it's it's very like we used to pick on you before being so like in touch with emotion at, at times and like having your ups and downs and like for the rest of us we'd be like, oh yeah, I can't show my more emotion or else I'm gonna get crapped on like like Andrew is being here and stuff like that. So you know, like for me too in college, what I did a lot of times is like if I was going through stuff, I'd just shut everyone out and or like go walk around or like do whatever I can to just just like vent or just lie down and stuff like that. And that's kind of the the behavior that's reinforced for a lot of guys. Don't you think so? I think so. And I think that um, to a certain degree, you are expected to like guys like stop being a girl. I guess that statement comes around, Mm -hmm. which is kind of offensive if you think about it. Mm -hmm. But that's what a lot of guys have to take. And they're just like, there's a set standard Mm. that you're, required to live your life Mm -hmm. and if you don't fall in that standard you get you get made fun of okay and that actually (laughs) i mean like to go on top of what you're saying too it's ironic don't you think that uh you find a lot of podcasts like this or radio shows and stuff like that where it's typically like the guy is the main host or the main speaker like when i'm listening on the radio and stuff like that you don't see like uh, LNK, but you see like Ryan Seacrest on the radio, or you you don't see like uh, uh, K Rock has Kevin and Bean, and yeah, they do have like uh, female DJs and stuff like that. But typically, when it comes to these shows, eighty percent, ninety percent, yeah, it's the guys that are speaking, which could speak volumes on a whole other uh, social equality issue where women might not be given the opportunity. But it's not that guys are incapable of explaining and and uh, vo- vocalizing and verbalizing their thoughts, right? I think they're better though at. I guess objectively looking at something without their emotions being involved. I, I don't That's know. what they do. I think objectivity with a person is very difficult unless you're totally unattached to it. But uh, I think mm. what you're trying to say is maybe speaking logically. Speaking logically, okay. rationally. Right. Guys right. are a lot more ra- rational. Not to say that you ladies aren't rational, but yeah, you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. I just got a lot of like thumbs down on YouTube right now <laughs> with that comment right there. No, but just in just in all in all seriousness, uh, it's it's interesting because. The kind of communication that we're talking about isn't necessarily just communication in general. It specifically revolves around communi- communication in the context of a relationship. And maybe women are just better equipped to communicate in a relationship or not. I think I think to a certain degree, um, women are better 
or females are better at like explaining their feelings or what they're what they're going through or just um, verbalizing these mm-hmm. things when they get hurt. A lot of guys are just Ugh. and I not understand hold it in. And a lot of times, because they hold it in, I think guys have a tendency to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we do stupid stuff. I yeah. I have a bunch of friends who've thrown their phones and broken it and stuff like that. Yeah. So guys have a tendency of going crazy and holding doing it in and weird. then boom, explode. Yeah. They sure. they don't have like they don't know how to release or express those things to their partner or to the female or anybody around them that's causing the issue, mm-hmm. and they'll just hold it in and just move on. Not necessarily because n- at that point society is constraining them and wants them to hold it in, like just be a man or whatever, mm-hmm. but because they don't know how to at this point because that's how, like, the effect of it. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Sure. Uh, I, I think, uh, I mean, I definitely see your point. Like serial I mean, killers are are, uh, are males. Oh. <laughs> the vast majority, I'm pretty sure. Oh, man. <laughs> bringing it back to that. Serial killers again. <laughs> what? You people watch out. When I turn 50 years older... <laughs> Me and, my, older. me and my habit How of burning ants and stuff. <laughs> well, just barely old enough to hold a knife, <laughs> or young enough to hold a knife, I guess. It might be shaking oh, in my man. hand as I'm holding it and wielding it. <laughs> Wheelie, wheelchairing board. <laughs> Come over Come here. After you. It would be like you know those old school jousts between knights where they stick out their lance and they're just like riding at each other. Yeah. Imagine that. My divide that by like 50 and then like <laughs> that's the, the the speed that i'm gonna be going at with the length of my weapon just going at people with my i'm sorry i i really don't have any intention of killing anybody out there I hope <laughs> yeah, okay okay I this went the wrong way really fast but <laughs> i don't okay. want to be mistaken so here. other than the factors of like let's say emotions and trying to understand those things i think those are the two main points that we're making another the one of the biggest factors i think that you brought up was that some guys are just better and personality comes involved some guys are just more in tuned or more able to empathize and i think the big thing that i've encountered with dina is that i'm unable to empathize i don't know what to do it's that i i try to figure out i guess solutions Hmm. to the things that we're talking about instead of understanding or even sharing What's so going on? Empathize as in like you don't know how to connect with her feelings that she's going through be- with a particular discussion. Right, or, right. So or, this is what I've I've learned in like conflict management and or like. Sounds like an HR class right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Human like reason. some sort of like um, when we were in counseling and stuff mm-hmm. or taking taking lessons and stuff for premarital mm-hmm. is that um, like when you share something and the person that got hurt share something, mm-hmm. they'll explain um, how they felt. And then to empathize, one of the things, one of the exercises that you go through is that you take those emotions and the words that they said about the emotions that they felt, mm-hmm. and you think of a time when you felt the same way okay. and share it okay. so that at that moment in time, they can understand why you felt those things, mm-hmm. as in the person that got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then you, the person that got hurt can also know that you know how they felt and understand them. Okay, I can see empathy. the benefit of that. So you kind of... Oh, as you're sharing this parallel story, you kind of go through uh, the emphatical, emph- empathetical, empathetical, proce- yes, empathetical <laughs> process, and it, in essence, it shows whether you get the magnitude of the hurt to the other person as well. Not, not necessarily. See, you see, that's another problem that I run across because you can share the story, but it's not the same thing. Right. But you can say that I think this is how you felt to a greater degree. Okay. Or. At, at certain times even like i don't have a story to 
share like okay. that, but I think it's like this in a combination of this or something. Okay, so you can, if not necessarily personally relatable, then you could draw a circumstance that you can kind of understand. Yeah, yeah. So okay. not every single situation, like some of the things that I might go through as like a first child born from both families, mm-hmm. like some people won't understand, I guess, what you go through unless you're the first child of both families and then you realize you're the only son of whatever and then it's like, how do you feel about that? Sure. And then someone has a conversation and you're like, I can't believe they just th- said that. Right, right. You know, so like certain things you can't really, but in, in in essence, like, yeah, just being able to share and draw from your own pool of emotional experiences to really understand the other person. Okay, that sounds like a whole lot of work. Um, do you ever find yourself just like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. Forget but, it. I'm just going to let them linger in their like pain and like let them forget that i think it is and then when when you're staring at the situation and then when they after they're done talking and Mm -hmm. they you hear the emotional words that happen Mm -hmm. there are some times when i have to think and i sit there for like 15 to 30 minutes and (laughs) you have to wait for me (laughs) and she's just sitting there and i'm like i'm sorry i have to think about this and i try to figure out really try to figure out because it it feels like a big mountain as as a guy it's like you have to sift through all the emotional things that you try to burn or bury away and mm-hmm. hide away in their store away to never look back again and pull that out. Mm-hmm. And then you have to share it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to relive that mo- oh. moment again to feel how they felt. Right, right. But I think after you do it, because it's such a big, I guess, it's a big connection as well as like there was a lot of work emotionally put put into it the other person understands that you try to go through it and if you're able to hit it then you're able to hit it if not you kind of understand where you're coming from and you work towards like a resolution okay it's a big step to take when someone opens up and says they're hurt too mm-hmm. to share you those emotions to begin with sure that's not an easy thing to admit yeah and you're basically opening yourself up to them mm-hmm. with the same way in the same way that you got hurt th- as they did okay uh, I think I kind of understand, and you know, like personally too. Uh, when I, when I've had arguments and fights with my wife as well, uh, one of the things that I, I regret so much is that there are times when she's explained her feelings and all these different things, and I think I get it, you know. And then like, I wake up in the middle of the night, and then I then it really hits me how she must have felt, and like we can't talk about it because it's already she she's like sleeping right, and I'm just looking at her and like, oh man. You just went through all this. And for me, it takes not just sometimes it doesn't click until like a week later. And so guys just don't have it this. It takes time. It, it does. And, you know, like maybe it has to be something that you go through throughout that week to understand or something that where where like she has to just put herself out there. And it's always a strain for her, you know, like. Yeah, it's it's tough on her. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, we don't really think about because we're never the ones that are crying to our <laughs> wives. going like, honey, you hurt me this way. And I don't like, you know, like, like it's very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done that to my wife as many times as she might have hurt me from different things. Have, have you ever hurt her for not sharing? That's happened. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, she, <laughs> it goes both ways, right? Yeah, for sure. So, like, you know, as guys, we, we really need to be aware of this because I know a lot of guys that are dating right now who struggle through, like, this miscommunication with their with their girlfriends. And, I think, yeah. And, this you know, like, big thing. not everyone has this coaching where we know how to figure it out. And sometimes, you know, the hurt is so deep that the girlfriend, you know, you're not in a committed relationship to where you guys are 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 now vowed to each other or anything like that. And so, you know, sometimes women just don't, just can't take that pain anymore and they want to give up. And so, you know, like, one of the things... guys want to give up because they can't figure out what's going on. Oh, yeah. And then, I I mean, (laughs) I've seen that tons of times and I've seen some guys bounce back from that and try to double double back their efforts. You got to think not of yourself at that point. Literally, it's not about you. It's about your person that you're trying to love. Because you don't even exist when the girl's hurting at that point. 
Like she's just thinking about all the pain that she she's received from urine, and like now she's in like her own emotional survival mentality where no one else really matters. You could feel this way and say all these different different things to me, but right now I'm hurting so bad. I I'm she trying to just understand. stay alive. Yeah, you know, uh. like for instance, like let's say you got hurt really badly. You're not thinking, oh, I hope nobody's looking at me and feeling bad for me. You're thinking crap i'm in a lot of pain right now you know and so like in the same way i totally understand when um women shut off but then it's an encouragement to you guys too you know if you guys are struggling in your relationships right now uh, hopefully it's a god-fearing relationship and um jesus one of the things that uh we want to really encourage you guys to do is you know think back you know take a moment to really think about the words that you said or haven't said and and really double back in that effort to to do that but that's enough of that tangent <laughs> sorry i just i know so many hurting guys out there because the things that you haven't done or the things that you did but don't realize have hurt and you know just don't give up you know there's there's still hope we we um when we start dating we try to implement the phrase never give up to each other or to yeah regarding your relationship yeah and has that helped you guys? Yeah. Personally, I've had that internally as kind of like a, a commitment to myself, too. I'm mm-hmm. never going to let her go unless she lets me go and just pushes me off. But even then. But even then, I'm still going to do my best <laughs> to hold on to her. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a re- relationship is a commitment and it's going to have these miscommunications and hurts and all these other things. But have there ever been any like funny miscommunications on your part? Funny miscommunications? Yeah. Like, uh. You know, like, let's say you say something and she doesn't understand and you're like, you're just going back in a circle for like an hour and then you realize, oh, we were saying the same thing and they're just laughing about it and stuff. Or does that usually result in anger? I, I don't know. That's never really happened to us. Oh, well, my wife and I, <laughs> actually, I'm just an idiot sometimes. Uh, I know I'm on a podcast and trying to explain a lot of different things, but sometimes when I'm stressed or just like panicked about something, I say a lot of words without any meaning in them. So like... Just speaking and spewing, spewing out words and stuff like that. Speaking and spewing. Spewing. <laughs> I do a lot of word fusions where I'm thinking two words at the same time, but they come out together. Um, but anyway, spewing and speaking and spitting out all these different <laughs> words. Spewing was spitting and spewing at the same time. <laughs> spewing. <laughs> but okay. you know, like I say all these different words and don't really think about what I'm saying. There's just uh, verbal inflections that are coming out of my mouth without any real meaning behind it and no brain process gone in there gone in there and basically uh my wife at the end of it is saying man if i could have just recorded what you just told me you'd be like what the heck did I, what, <laughs> what the heck did you just say and so you know i'm not just communicationally relationally uh what is it, emotionally crippled or handicapped You're where i'm not verbally able to, crippled as yeah well. I, I feel you for that yeah <laughs> i feel you exactly for that i'll, I'll start speaking in pronouns <laughs> and then she'll be like you said um, he went over to there to get the guy that went to over to the guy that you talked to him about. And I'd be like, yeah. Well, don't you get it? <laughs> and, I, and then in my mind, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I could see where the miscommunication could come in. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> it, it happens all the time. And I think one of the interesting things is uh, we talked about it earlier in the beginning uh, when we talked about the title, title of our, our episode. But guys and girls are essentially different, comp- composed essentially differently. Um, one of the things that I learned as I was going through college, uh, one of the lectures that uh, I took and I found it to be pretty interesting is actually a study in, in biology or psychology. I don't know. But anyway, it's brain science. One of the things that guys have in common uh, is that, okay, so all of us have a left hemisphere and a right hemisphere in our brains. And Yay. if you've done studies on that, <laughs> one side is supposed to be more like 
logical and like okay one's logical math math and like articul- yeah like administrative and so on and so forth and the other hemisphere is more towards the creative aspect of it now the thing with guys and girls is where we differ is in our brains we have uh connective synapses that allow us to tap into one side of our brain while we're still functioning on the other side so for instance when guys uh, when we're trying to be logical we can also get creative with our lo- logic ki- logicivity. <laughs> uh, we can get creative with our logic and all these different things, and and get and pull that out and bring that into our logical logical uh, base. But the thing is, the difference between guys and girls is uh, supposedly, and I, I didn't study science, like I mentioned, I studied history, so I'm not uh, a strong authority, a strong uh, figure to to quote back on this. But supposedly. Girls have a lot more connective synapses between their left and right hemisphere, whereas guys they have a limited amount. And that, and, and the difference that makes is, uh, doesn't mean that guys were all retarded and we're like less capable of using our brains. But what it does is, guys we have are s- retarded and less capable. Well, when we're together, I mean, like, yeah, guys' <laughs> IQ does lower <laughs> significantly. <laughs> we're just like burping and farting and stuff like that. Uh, but oh, basically, what it is is we we focus and use one hemisphere at a time. Um, so we have a tendency to like when we have a task, we'll we'll finish it and not think about all these other things. But where where that differs with women is that they're able to tap into both sides of it. And that means that they're able to globalize a lot of their work or multitask. Globalize is the key word here. So, yeah, one of the big things is uh, the way it makes us different is women have a tendency to be more prone to nurturing, whereas guys have a tendency to be more hunter gatherer. And what I mean by that is this. Uh, imagine, if you will, uh, in the home, a mom is just sitting there. And the phone rings, but her kid is playing outside, and she's cooking, and she's managing all these different things. Where she answers the phone, start is cooking, and like if the the kid falls outside, she hears the baby crying and stuff like that. Whereas a guy, if we were to do all those three things at the same time, we wouldn't be able to talk on the phone. We'd be spewing words, <laughs> spewing words, right? And uh, just like saying all these random babble and all these other things, and uh, we wouldn't even hear the kid crying, and we wouldn't get any of the food done. It'll probably burn and everything. And nothing like gets done. Right. Whereas <laughs> if we're just on the phone, we can talk decently on the conversation, and uh, if we're just cooking, we can hopefully batch up a nice meal and so on and so forth. And so guys are focused on the task, and that helps us to do work, and you know, like it helps us to go out there and get get work accomplished and get get goals achieved and so on and so forth. Whereas women are able to handle a lot of these other other uh tasks at the same time uh not to give hierarchy or what's better or what's worse or anything like that but it's an interesting thing to note because that affects our ability to communicate as well when we're thinking about something when uh, guys in particular when we're thinking about something we talk about just that one thing but when girls are sharing about their processes of information from what i understand what i've been told from women it's a little bit of a and then b and the conversation goes to c and then d and then even h it skips a couple letters and then it'll go back to a and cycle back to like c and then it'll jump from topic to topic and i've no i've noticed this when my sisters and my mom are just talking with each other that they're not just restrained to one topic like uh, like we are andrew and i are on this podcast for instance chandler <laughs> chandler oh. you having problems multitasking there yeah. <laughs> two things at once and you know like the thing is we when we get ourselves in that kind of a situation uh it's only understandable that when women are talking about one thing to us we think they're just talking about that one thing but that one thing is actually five other things and because we don't get that it's five other things behind just this one thing we'll focus on this one issue and not really get what our our significant other or our friends or our sister are actually telling to us and so on that note i think uh andrew has some good 
good uh practical things that we can actually do to chandler has sorry i caught myself this time on my own haha <laughs> and uh so chandler has some practical advice that we can uh, we gentlemen could actually use to to practice to with one another especially with those that we love and care about well i don't really have practical advice but the best advice that i can give is that um i think all couples and all people are different um we all struggle with different things in communication. Communication is such a broad topic, you know, about the things and just hearing the things that you're talking about. Some of the things that we don't we don't deal with or like I'm the guy that skips topics. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I'll be talking about A and then I'll be like, oh, what about C, though? And then she'll be like, but we're talking about A. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, just your ADD. Dog. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, one of the best things that we took what we did was uh, we took premarital counseling and then in the winter we're going to take marriage counseling at actually because that's when it's starting up again but um we took premarital counseling at a uh, rock harbor and it was run by uh, roger and becky tirabasi and rock harbor what's that rock harbor church it's in costa mesa okay. costa mesa california for the people that are outside of so you could probably look that up on the internet google yeah so i'll go ahead and post this link here but um on the on the show notes but one of the best things that we did was that um we took this class and they gave us not just like understandings or like under like overarching themes or like big ideas they gave us practical tools and like things that we can use when we have like conflict resolution and it says these seven steps make sure you do these seven steps and then give it to the other person and they do these seven Whoa, steps it sounds like an AA and, meeting kind yeah of and <laughs> if you accomplish these things because you're emotionally charged it's good to have these instruction sheets in front of you because you're going to forget oh, okay and you can objectify these things and just be able to run through them and by the end of it you should be able to pull your emotions in pull mm -hmm. your or share your emotions and for both people to understand what's going on that's one of the things that we use a lot. Okay, so you guys have actually used this and put it into practice? Um, we use it a couple times, yeah. And like, okay, so one of the things that I run across is when I go methodical with my wife, she gets mad because I'm not some book and I'm not so based on some book. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And so, forth. so what I noticed with that is that I'm sure that I would say something similar or Dino would say something similar, but because we learned it from this class, we, we decided to together do it. It so wasn't it's like a someone. Yeah, it wasn't someone. Im someone imposing the system on the other person, sure. which is a good. Which is a good thing because if I took this to Dina and then I told her to do this a certain way, it could feel like there's ulterior motives of me forcing her to conform to a certain system. Mm, but there's a mutual commitment. But there was a mutual commitment that we took this class together. We both learned it and we both decided to implement it into the system, which very very good point. Mm. Um, the other one that we did, um, that we do almost daily, we try to do daily, is the five A's. Mm. So the five A's helps. I'll I'll share what the five A's are. So you um, affection, hug, whatever, kiss, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, also some 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 sort of physical contact. Of, okay, affection. Uh, affection, and then affirmation with words. Mm -hmm. So some sort of affirmation like I appreciate it when you did this, or I think you did this very well, or your personality character came out. This just bringing the other person up. Okay. Now the third thing after you do that is. Um, apologize mm -hmm. so that one person asks have i offended you in any way today and then you have you to be open today? and vulnerable to share well yeah you ask and then they say something it, this is all supposed to happen in five minutes so th this is daily five Ooh. minutes really fast okay when we do it though it's usually like 30 minutes right now but maybe we'll get to five minutes no which on. i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing too it, yeah it's not a bad thing so sure. if you have the time then go ahead and do it mm -hmm. but at least minimum, a minimum five just minutes just do it okay. yeah and then um apologize and then basically at the end of it um 
say you're sorry if you mm-hmm. have to have a longer conversation or conflict resolution then you go ahead and do conflict resolution if not then you say sorry i apologize um, and then you repeat the other okay. person and then is there anything that i can do for you today or tomorrow so talk ask um what you can do that's the fifth day the fourth fourth day okay okay the I fourth is yeah oh. the fourth is um Ask them if there's anything you can do so that you can refresh yourselves again of what you need and she can ask you or you can ask her. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth one is um, any prayer requests. Okay. And talk about prayer requests and you close. So what's the A for that? Amen. A- oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah. According so Christianity. Um, what I realized that this does is that guys hold it in. Remember we were talking about guys holding it in? Sure. If you have a daily um, touching of base, mm-hmm. doing all these five things, it's releasing steam mm-hmm. as well as making sure everyone's in constant communication. Okay. Because once those things break, it's hard to be like, it's it's easy to forget how long it's been since you asked them their prayer request. Or it's easy to like, I don't, I don't know how you feel about this until it's too late and then you guys fight about it. And I think one of the benefits to that too is if you make a habit out of it, it's not as awkward. It might be awkward at first, right? Yeah. yeah. Like when I was trying to learn how to hold chopsticks, it was super awkward. <laughs> yeah. I grew up 23 years of my life holding chopsticks a certain way and then my wife tells me, I don't like the way you hold chopsticks. And so here I am trying to rework a lot of programming. And the point of that chopstick story is to tell you that, yeah, we can actually be reworked. We're not old dogs that can't be taught new tricks. We're human beings. Socially socially speaking, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we can make it a habit. Uh, those of you guys who are in a relationship, maybe you can start tonight. Do you, do you feel like this is uh, uh, strictly regarding married couples or do you think people who are in dating? In five days, yeah, in dating you set your boundaries whatever physically mm-hmm. and you have to understand where you guys stand. So with you all work the around this a little bit, yeah. Yeah, where you guys are sharing. But sure. I think you sh- we were doing this one before. We weren't doing it as much before, but... We were doing it as much as we could. Okay, so and you, you it, guys it, learned this during your premarital counseling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's so nothing but help. Definitely this is something you want to start as you're dating even. Obviously, uh, affection, if you guys are not comfortable with like, uh, I don't know, kissing each other. Then talk like five like feet away from each other. But make sure that. And then, you know, actually, uh, one of the things that we had thought about uh, before we got married too was that there are some things that I'm demanding out of her that I don't necessarily have the right to, uh, emotionally speaking. Like, she doesn't have to invest herself completely into me before we're married. Yeah, so, she doesn't have to share with you everything. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that, that's something that just, like, blew me away because, like, no, <laughs> I'm going to marry you. <laughs> you know, like, what the? Well, know, we're not married yet. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you, you guys, guys, you have to understand that you don't have the right to everything of your significant other. But yeah. uh, you do, you get, hopefully you will have some defined boundaries between the two of you guys. And working within that, the, the five A's are still applicable then, right? Yeah, that's a good thing. I we didn't actually learn about that in the five A's thing, but I guess that was a given that you would talk about something like that. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, interesting. So definitely want to bring stuff like that up, uh, and maybe uh, Angela, Andrew, or Chandler, A number six is Andrew. <laughs> anyway, maybe you can just go ahead and put this in the show notes, just a uh, point by point, so that uh, we we can have that memorized. Because honestly, you said it, but I forgot it already. <laughs> So, oh man, okay, I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, right, five A's is harder <laughs> to remember than like the the prayer prayer acronym. You know, the <laughs> acts Ador- adoration, yeah, yeah, confession, yeah. thanksgiving. But um, yeah. So, I guess my best um, going back to the best advice that I can give you is really that counseling. I realize isn't for people that are like messed up in the head. I think at least Asian communities have this problem where, um, oh, you have to go to counseling. Oh, you have to go to therapy because you have problems. But it's not. It's not like that. And when, what we realize in counseling is that you learn tools and you learn the ability to communicate. You learn more about each other. And it, all it does is help and all it, do, all it can do is benefit you 
it doesn't mean that you have a problem. And we went, Rock Harbor was a very like American church, like white people. And we're not really in that community. And we actually try to take ourselves away from the Korean community to see what they do in that situation. Sure. And it really benefited us in that way. Sure. Cause, because yeah. it, we know how this works. Now we're going to see how this works. And mm-hmm. there's different social structures. Right. And we'll be able to use both and, you know, understand better. Okay. So, I mean, that's a different interesting take, too. Uh, maybe you want to get outside of your own cultural way of handling it to see how other cultures might handle the same situation yeah, but what's sad is that um asian churches don't really do these kind of seminar things <laughs> i think the way we handle this is a little different but there no are, dating <laughs> no there there uh as now that you mention it um there was just recently um another marriage seminar from people from korea actually that uh my my ministry that i do on the side was actually sponsoring and it's there is there is this um uh, new movement to get a little more verbal about that because yeah, uh you know good. we of the know. eastern tradition uh-huh. of we from the orient uh we have this honor bound uh, honor bound uh st- structure that's established within us that makes it difficult to t- to share uh with others outside of our our family about any problems that might be going on but yeah definitely there are there are progressive steps to really rebuild the the institute of marriage um but you know even even as I was dating, one of the things that I kind of uh, felt a little um, awkward about was there's all these books on marriage and like all these books on like different different um, advices, seminars on people who are married and so on and so forth. And, you know, to be honest, I honestly think you can apply this even as you're dating a lot of these different principles because you got to get that practice down before you get into that relationship. And it's even better once with the person that you are going to commit yourself to. But. Because that's not guaranteed there. Uh, it makes it kind of tough. Mm-hmm. And you got to be uh, wise with your w- with your resources here and there. But yeah, definitely. This th- like like we said, it's awkward at first, so it needs to be practiced. And how yeah. how great would it be if you were already well versed in this and able to communicate? Mind you, it's not going to take away every problem in a w- in a marriage. No way. There's going to be problems regardless. It'll be it over things like your toothbrush and stuff like that. But the thing is, yeah, we can all practice as young men in this generation. Uh, we don't need to grow up like necessarily our parents' generation where they didn't always verbalize their problems and repressed a lot of it. And, you know, they, they vented it out in different ways and stuff like that. So let's learn from our previous generation. Let's give homage to them uh, for really setting and paving the way for us, making us aware of these different issues that are exist within the marriage. And let's also try to edify one another, whether you're dating, you're courting, or even in a married relationship. And so uh, I guess on that note... Um, yeah, uh, be open-minded to check out these other methods of of counseling. Um, or seek them out because you can always go to your local church and pastor. I'm sure he'll be open to counseling and yeah, they have their true. own things that they do. Mm-hmm. And no one way is right. And I'm sure there's a blend of ways out there. Mm-hmm. Find what works for you and go for it. And yeah. I think these the things that we shared or I shared is um has been really working in our marriage, which is weird to say because it's only been like two, three months. But yeah, we got some scripture to close this out. You want to take the first one? Okay, so both of these come out of Proverbs, but the first one comes from Proverbs twelve eighteen, And it says this, Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Proverbs 12, verse 18. <laughs> Was the spelling bee or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Proverbs twelve eighteen. All right, so pleasant words are honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and healing to the bones. Healing to the bones? Did you do that on purpose? No, no, that's what the... Oh, 
Wow, <laughs> mind blown moment right no, here. Just, okay, we all have bones. Whoa, no, no, that's pretty cool though. Like, you know, the women who are made from bones. Wow, <laughs> you are. Uh, that's God, like pre-writing that this was, podcast like, prophetic before verse writing. Holy cow! <laughs> well, I'm like mind blown right so now. If you haven't noticed, Daniel Peck uh, does the scripture stuff, and he's been doing a great job. But uh, yeah, Proverbs 16, verse 24, and I think um, watching our words and words is a big part of communication. You can. There's always nonverbal communication, and so much is said before a word is spoken. Right. But ultimately speaking, when you resolve things, I don't think you resolve things nonverbally. <laughs> am, am I right? Well, I mean, like if you push someone off of the chair because you're mad at them, <laughs> that no, resolves no. or it establishes something. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but really when you're it. when you're coming into a room, people take notice of you. Are you mad? Are you angry? And then there's already kind of conflict. Right, and a lot of questions are asked. And like, the only way to diffuse that. Is to verbally. Is to verbally. Sure. That's I think totally it could sense. be it could be like nonverbal by like giving them ice cream or like I don't know. No, but then you still <laughs> you don't know what's bothering this person. Yeah, yeah. There's always that in the back of your mind. So I think verbally speaking, okay, that's all a good your point. words matter. Sure. Okay. So um at the end of it all, I guess ladies and gents, uh we'd love to hear from you. This Any is the input? longest podcast ever. Ooh. How many minutes are we at right now? <laughs> like 40, 48 minutes soon. Sorry guys. Or forty eight minutes. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, this is an interesting topic, especially for yeah, people we, our age. And we, we still haven't covered everything. We probably sound like idiots still, like on the girl perspective. I know. So looking forward to this, we'll, we're hoping to have... Is good feedback from you guys. Either good feedback or we'll have somebody on yeah. that can share the other angle of it. Or maybe we'll have just two girls talking. We're not going to be here. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's Desire the Fire without us. That can't happen, man. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm but, just kidding. But no, but we definitely, is, yeah, definitely in a in a very microcosm of just talking and discussing. This is what it was, and we're just two guys. So we'd love to hear back from you, ladies especially. But you know, gentlemen, if you want to pipe in, you have other things you could bring into the discussion. Uh, Let's try to make it positive, gentlemen. Positive. <laughs> yeah, we're not knocking on women and stuff like that. But we do want you guys to hear, hear from you, so you can continue the discussion on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com/slash Desire the Fire Podcast. Nice, and that's like up and running kind of yeah, amazing thank you for everyone that have has already liked our page and at, at this point it's been up for like a month and a half or two months <laughs> so <laughs> actually has been up for a month and a half two months <laughs> yeah so go ahead and chime in and um you know l let us know what you think and uh like i said we'll we'll respond back to you if if it uh if it elicits that but otherwise you know just like let your opinions be put out there um and lastly you can uh definitely continue the discussion privately with us uh by following us on twitter uh you can catch chandler at Chandler. Yeah, so if you can spell that out, I think it's like B Z Z Z G T. <laughs> Just kidding. It's at Boom Chandler. At Boom Chandler, you can uh hit him up over there. Maybe you can get more uh feedback from him about the five A's and other things. Or uh if you want to talk to me and just like complain about your wife and like n let nobody know. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Direct message him at Desire the Fire <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. No, uh, I really hope you guys are having a great marriage and all these things. But uh, yeah, if you want to tweet at me, you can uh, tweet at me at superdan0. That's the number zero, superdan0. And, uh, you know, as always, uh, please rate our podcast. Give us your feedback. Uh, always want to hear how we can serve you better. So please let us know. Uh, and if you were really offended with us today, just smack us with stars five stars smack us with five stars if five stars doesn't cover five it, stars five get fingers. your friend to smack us with five stars yeah. and like their friends awesome. you get a whole coalition of uh, of people who <laughs> just hate us and smack us with five stars but otherwise um on closing just want to say keep the fire burning everybody keep the fire burning.
Adios. We'll see you guys in a week.